Welcome to another episode of the Waiver Wire podcast presented by FanDuel. The sadness in my voice is not about FanDuel. It's about just an all-around rough fantasy day for, for me personally. This might be a very therapeutic episode of the Waiver Wire podcast, and my my resident therapist, Jennifer Piacenti, is joining me yeah. as always. Jen, uh, give me some good news. Tell me you did something awesome in one of your 15 leagues that you're in. I'm going to, well, my leagues are going well, but I'm going to do something even better to cheer you up. Are you ready? What? Okay. Are you really, really ready? I'm on the verge of tears. So I really hope this cheers me up because I'm really ready to cry. This is a gift. You ready? This is how much I care about your emotional well-being. Okay, go ahead. Okay. I was wrong. I shouldn't have traded Ezekiel Elliott away for Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams away for Ezekiel Elliott or whatever I did. You were right, Jerry. How do you feel? Do you feel better? That makes me feel a tiny bit better. Only a tiny bit better? Do you know how hard that was for me to say? Come on. Are we allowed to discuss some of our texts? Is that okay? Um, Sure. Because I'm going to go back to Thursday night. Let me paint the picture, guys. I'm in the the playoffs, okay? Made the McCaffrey trade. At this point, still hopeful (gasps) McCaffrey's going to play. He obviously Mm -hmm. did not play. And I had some lineup stuff. My my first crucial lineup decision Thursday night, I had to figure out between Acres and Cooper Cup. Right mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. I was leaning Acres. I had Acres in there, and then I swapped out Cup because I'm like, it's PPR. Acres doesn't really catch the ball. And then we talked, and then you said you had Acres by a little bit in all your mm-hmm. analysis. So I put Acres back in, mm-hmm. and I was in walking away. Yeah, we were going away with Acres. We were both in on Acres. And yeah. then you sent me a te- now. This is listen. This <laughs> is not so your fault. Sorry. Okay, this is this has nothing. Don't take this as me blaming you. I'm just talking about okay. how easily swayed I am and impressionable mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. Acres is in. We're locked. Then you send me a text. Oh hey. So I just spoke to the smartest person I know, okay? (laughs) Not even like, hey, I just spoke to someone who's like really good at fantasy. I just spoke to the smartest person I know, and they say Cooper Cup. So I I hear- You know what? It was so wrong because I shouldn't have doubted myself either. Like, what was wrong with me? Everything about that was wrong. You're the smartest person I know. So if you're telling me it's the smartest person (laughs) you know, I'm going to jump all over that equation. So So I made the swap. I I put in Cooper Cup in my flex spot. I rested Acres on the bed. Acres had like 120 yards in the first quarter. And you're texting me, I'm sorry. I wasn't even (laughs) watching the game yet at that point. And I'm like, oh, God. Thank the Lord Cooper Cup stole a garbage yeah, touchdown at the did. end to make it respectable. I left eight and a half points on the bench. I think though a lot of people left acres on the bench and you can't feel bad about it because it was a risky start. I mean, I think the reason the smartest person I know said to start Cup is because that's a, was a safer play because we just don't know what Sean McVay was going to do. Right. But, but I kind of had a feeling, you kind of had a feeling. and I think we know we what he's doing now. Acres, yeah, I think it's we finally settled. have like vision. If I somehow, by way of miracle, uh, get on to the Super Bowl in this league, yeah. uh, Acres is must start no matter who he's playing because he's touching the ball 25 times a game now. Right. 
Right. And he's so much better. He should, it was so clear. This needs to be his job. He's truly elite, just like JK Dobbins, just like DeAndre Swift, just like Jonathan Taylor. Now they're all coming into their own. And you and I were on Cam Akers from the beginning of the season and we didn't understand what was going on, but we held on to him. And I feel like we should be allowed to, to enjoy him through our fantasy playoffs now. We're getting the late run where by the end of the season, his numbers will look better. And it'll kind of maybe end up being what we thought, maybe slightly disappointing, but not as Mm -hmm. disappointing as it was five weeks ago, where it was a different running back every week and Akers was still nursing a whole bunch of injuries. Um, But that wasn't even the worst mistake I made. Uh, And I appreciate you telling me that I was right about the trade. I still off the air want to know who the smartest person you know is, because I want to maybe have some words with that person down the road. (laughs) Uh, I will tell you. I also... And, and you're going to have to tell me who the football player is that you play with. Okay, by the way... Bad trade offers. Uh, that that football player who's been riding Derrick Henry all year um, may actually get to the Super Bowl. He has like a nice healthy lead right now. And there's still some things left to go. He somehow might, might get in due to Derrick Henry being amazing. Um, but yeah, Matt Ryan. That wasn't the worst mistake I made, Jen. The the I also was battling. We talked about on the Thursday pod mm-hmm. about streaming what defense and what tight end and all that. We discussed it at length. I gave you some of my options. We both again on Thursday sort of leaned Washington, I think, or maybe I leaned Washington. You mm-hmm. maybe slightly leaned Giants, but it was a coin flip. We knew. Yeah. And then coming, I had Washington slated, and I'm like, Nick Mullins is good for two turnovers a game. Yeah. The Niners have tons of injuries, although every now and then, the Niners, just when you think they're dead, they come out mm-hmm. with this huge game with Debo's healthy, Mostert's healthy. So I was a little worried. And I bought, stupidly, I bought all the Giants hype. I'm a Giant fan. I bought all of the, this is one of the best defenses in the league, Brad Bear. I started the hype. I was part of the hype. I bought it. They they are. They're still very good. I don't want you to let that go. I still believe in the Giants defense. They just I just don't think that Daniel Jones was quite ready today to come back. That was on him. Um, that was on him. That was on him. Um, but and I know at the beginning of the I think our very first pod, you said, listen, I don't draft players from the Giants. I don't support the Giants because they break my heart. They and just I killed, thought of they, you today when that me. happened. They killed me. I thought, oh, maybe we just have to not let Jerry. We just have to take them and off look, the table. They were a zero in my league. I will say, just as a defense, not even for fantasy. Fantasy, they were bad today. And the Cardinals weren't even that good. It really was the fact that the Giants had zero offense. First drive of the game, Danny Dimes gives the ball away, sets them up right in the red zone, and the Giants get a fourth down stop. Next possession, three and out. Again, Arizona in the red zone. They get a stop. The defense did their thing. They kept them out of the end zone for a quarter and a half with amazing field position and no offense. Washington went off, and here, here's what it is with fantasy now. You don't even really look for overall defense. You have to just have a defense that has a disruptive force on it, whether that's TJ Watt, whether that's Miles Garrett. Obviously, Aaron Donald is the most disruptive Aaron defensive Donald, player yeah. in the league. Chase Young. Why, why are we still yeah. arguing Herbert? Or Justin Jackson for Rookie of the Year. Why isn't Chase Young Rookie of the Year? Why? Why does an offensive player have to be Rookie of the Year? That's a good point. It's a really good point, Jerry. He's Um, the best player I have seen in a uh, a rookie season in a long time. He's really good. And he has changed the team a lot. Well, they're in first place now. And 
he's wreaking a, havoc. A lot of crazy stuff uh, shuffling again in the NFC East. Um, Dallas won. I'm sure we're, we're gonna not excited we're gonna that, but we're gonna go around the league as we always do every Sunday. Um, but that being said, so, yeah. God, yeah, please. You got I was something. Say, can I say I did? If it makes you feel any better, I did have a very, very good showing in my big money league today. Oh, good from very unlikely candidates. Uh, but Derek Henry and Miles Sanders, I have both on that team and I was extremely happy. I also happen to have David Moore of Seattle who caught a touchdown. I had Russell Gage who threw a touchdown. I mean, this threw is a like a dart. 14 team league Threw a dart, yeah, by the way. That, cool? that was better that than was any cool. pass Matt Ryan threw all day long. It was, it was actually. So I was not favored to win this matchup and there are still players to go, but now I am 85% favored. So big this is money. kind of a big one. This is a big money one with really, like I said, the smartest person I know is the commissioner of this league. Um, this is like- uh, Then you better those, go win so. this league. Go win this know, league, right? take his money because I, I want, I'm mad at him. Revenge, revenge, revenge. Um, so yeah, so I didn't think I was going to get past this round. I thought I was lucky to be the three seed already, like kind of got lucky with record more than points, but I'm starting to put up the points. So anyway, so that's good. Uh, my Scott fishbowl looks positive. I don't know yet because there's still two more teams games to go and it's just points might have about 178 points, which is pretty good. Uh, but hopefully that's in the top 10 to advance to the finals, uh, conference finals. And then I'm, I'm almost positively going to miss almost definitely going to miss out on my series XM host league. Cause I'm only up by four and I would need, um, I, I don't know. It doesn't even show who's playing yet, but he still has two players yet to play. So I, I like you. I would need like and zeros. We both know we in our Gotham League. We were enjoying a little vacay. You know, I hope you did some so, Malibu yoga this weekend and just chilled I did, out. Actually, okay, good. Good for wasn't you. Wasn't that nice today when you were feeling frustrated with your team to remember? Oh, but wait. I'm still in the playoffs in another league. It, it totally is. It definitely made me feel a little bit better. But when you hear about I mean, there's more heartbreak coming with this with this game. Uh, so I told you I left Washington out. Told you I left. Uh, I mean, I had. I, I started Noah Fant. I no one had oh, more God. Noah Fant stock than me. I looked deeply into his targets. He was getting more targets. I liked the matchup. You know, I still had Jordan Reed, but Jordan Reed even last week. Uh, you know, before that touchdown at the end, he had nothing. And I, we had Jared Cook. We, I, we discussed Jared Cook, and we don't love him with Taysom Hill. He caught a late touchdown, too. Noah Fant leaves the game in the first quarter, maybe early second. I don't know when. Not an injury, an illness. Now, obviously, you hope he's okay. You really hope it's right. nothing COVID-related. So, uh, But that right there was devastating. I was staring at that zero all day. And Drew Locke looked fantastic today. Yeah, he did. So you like to think that Noah Fant, I think, if he was healthy and played, would have been good for 70 yards. So yeah. I have a 1.9 point lead in this game. Luckily, Devontae Adams put up for me, kind of negated Aaron Rodgers. Listen mm -hmm. to why this is heartbreaking. I'm playing the number one seed. Obviously, McCaffrey didn't play, so my trade ended up not working out as well as I might have liked. But Mike Davis, great performance. Very, mm -hmm. very great, good performance from Mike Davis. Listen to who he had Aaron Rodgers, huge numbers. He had the Saints defense, minus three. Ooh. He had Dalvin Cook, who was solid. He had Thielen, very below average for Thielen. He had Justin Jefferson, below average for Justin Jefferson. He had Carson and Metcalf, who were done midway through the third quarter. 
This was the exact performance I needed from him mm-hmm. to have a chance. Rodgers mm-hmm. was the only one to put up number. He got minus points. So now, if somehow Ebron gets shut out or held to 1.8 points, I'm going on to the Super Bowl. But it's just tragic. I My team, I have three people on my bench sitting there with 20 plus points. So it sucks. It's sad. But uh, I am happy for you. And I'm happy that uh, we get to, we still have a, a dog in the fight next uh, next week. And it's not we against do. each other yet, which is nice. That is nice. Thank goodness. Um, I'm just looking right now at Scott Fishbowl. And like, I really need for um, Josh Allen did not have a great game tonight, mostly. And then I'll be okay. Let Otherwise, me ask you this. Um, some people were confused in, in my league for a minute because they thought it was a two-week first round. Have you ever heard of a two-week first round? For what? Meaning uh, it's head-to-head, but it's mm-hmm. over the course of two weeks. You're not playing two games. It's one game with overall points against that From, person for two and weeks. You, and you have to keep the same lineup or do you get to change lineups? I think you get to, I think you get to change. Because there's only never, four playoff teams, so I never played in a league like that before. But well, we're not doing that. I wish we were. Oh, okay, we're not doing that. But someone in our league thought it was that, and I thought that was actually interesting. And I wanted to know if you've ever played in that. I have not ever played in anything like that, but it's interesting. I guess should we um, really try to start a league with no kickers? My my yes. hero, my my MVP, <laughs> Young Way Koo, um, could have had probably two or three more field goals if Matt Ryan just. Could we, okay, a few other things if you want to really make me feel better and cheer me up. Can you say I was right about Carson Wentz? Please, please. Um, look how much better they are. They are better, but look at Jalen. I mean, Jalen Hurts gave them a little bit of spark, like I said, but it's not that Jalen Hurts is so good. I feel like it was more about a change. And also they used freaking Miles Sanders. But it fits when Miles you, Sanders. They use, Miles Sanders works better with Jalen Hurts. Then he does not, what car, like you there's more you could open oh, the playbooks better. Maybe Alshon maybe Jeffrey that's got true. in the end zone for crying I out know, loud. When I saw Alshon Jeffrey, I got so excited for you. I was like, there's his Alshon I moved Jeffrey off of him play. a long time ago, but uh yeah, I held on to that as long as I possibly could. And uh <laughs> he finally got in the end zone. I, I will say I I am scared now for my Giants. Obviously, the Redskins are surging, particularly defensively. I don't know what exactly happened with Alex Smith. We'll talk more about that when we bounce around the league. And this is kind of what the Eagles do. The Eagles suck for 10 weeks, 12 weeks or whatever, and then they finish strong. They did it the year they won the Super Bowl. Every year they've been making the playoffs Mm -hmm. in the last five, six years, they come on for the last four or five weeks. And I feel like that might happen now. That was a huge win, huge, saving their season. It was a huge win, and to be honest, I was more excited to see Jalen Hurts get the win than Taysom Hill because, as I've said, I'm over the Taysom Hill experience. When are we getting Drew Brees back? I'm hopeful soon. I think he's eligible next week, but I don't know if that that he will come back next week. I'm so sad. It just was one of those like, I even like I'm I, I'm not gonna say that I I was obviously I'm never I'm not mean to my son, but I definitely. He noticed that I was upset. At one point, he came over and like he put a hand on my shoulder and he just went, cheese. He walks around saying cheese (sighs) all the time. Like, not like taking a picture, like, I want some cheese. 
can you give me like a string cheese out of the fridge? He walked I mean, over, he's a ge- wow. put his hand on my shoulder. And I felt like, wow, do you know that dad's upset? And he looked at me in the eyes and he went, cheese. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you want something? Yeah, that happened too. Uh, all right. We are going to go around the league. But first, I want to ask you a question. Okay. What is your, if you had to set an over under, how many Christmas cookies do you think I ate today? <laughs> because my wife and sister-in-law and mother-in-law made about 150 variations of Christmas cookies today. So oh knowing what you know about my Sunday today, okay. how, what would you set the over under with? And then what are you taking? Okay. So, uh, these are like all kind different kinds. Like we sugar have chocolate, cookie, chocolate chip and then we have peanut, sugar okay. cookie and then we have these peanut butter cookies with a Hershey kiss Hershey on the kiss top. In the middle. Those yeah. are my favorite. Those are the one. Oh, those are the one Oh one of Christmas cookies. Yep. That is so what, knowing that you, the day I had today, okay. what's your, oh, what are you setting the over under 11, at? 11, <laughs> 11. What are you, are you taking the over or the under? I'm taking the over. Okay. It's a push. You set the line perfect. You're a genius. You know me better than I know myself. I had 11 different variations. Are you serious? Of it was Christmas. 11? Yes. They started making them at seven in the morning. They were ready by nine. I was having my second cup of coffee, oh. dipping chocolate chip cookies in God. my coffee. I don't know. I hear all these stories about you and your in-laws, and I feel like I want, might want to move in. You got an extra room? We do me? have an extra room. There's plenty of space here. You are more than welcome. I will welcome. respect you- your social distance as long as you can just push cheese and cookies under my door. Cheese. Let me tell you, you uh, it, it is beautiful over here. It does not necessarily look like the Malibu yoga picture <laughs> you posted on Twitter or on the gram. Like you'll be in the, you could do like yeah. a woods yoga with okay. lots of deer All right. All right. and stuff. Yeah. But uh, you made me miss LA. The Christmas cookies are great. I'm just going to put my head down and get through it. I am not going to worry about my health essentially uh, for the next two weeks, <laughs> but I am getting, I am getting back. I'm going to get back to it. I'm going to do the cheesy like new year's resolution. I think the best way is you got to find someone else who's in the same boat as you and you got to make like a weight loss challenge and put some money on it. I like that. Yeah. Um, I, can you live without cheese? I I personally am not going to deny myself cheese, but it's the it's it's the Christmas it's the Christmas, it's the Christmas cookies. cookies. Yeah, yeah. I just also like I yeah. realize you know I got this other kid coming, and um, I felt it when I I we built this little because it snowed here two weeks ago. We built a little hill for mm-hmm. Jacob, and we were like we ha- we put him on this little sled, and I kept throwing them down safely and I have to like pick them back up. And, and about a half hour in, I'm like, whew, I'm kind of wiped out. I gotta like have, I have to have some endurance for these little kids. Yeah. I think that's, maybe that's why I haven't had any. I'm just, I'm a weenie. No, no. But you, well, listen, you're in far, you're, you're in far better shape than I am right now. Uh, should we go around the league and continue my sadness? Yes. Let's continue the sad, sad journey. It's, it's, it's going to happen live on the show. I'm going to be, I'm going to get officially eliminated live from the show. It's going to happen. I'm afraid I might get eliminated live from Scott Fishbowl on the show right now. I'm looking at this right now. And I'm again, remember how I told you how I didn't get a buy because I'm in the toughest conference. I'm looking right now. My score where it is right now would be leading like every other conference. And it's seventh in my conference. 
I want to try to make a league where we extract some of the luck elements. And I think part of that may have to be getting rid of defenses and, and kickers, maybe doing IDP. Maybe that's going to be like, we're going to have to, I'm going to have to study. Have you ever done an IDP league? Actually haven't ever done an IDP. And which is weird because as a fantasy baseball player, you think I would also be the kind of person that would also want to do fantasy, fantasy football IDP. But I think maybe I like that the fantasy football is a little less intense than baseball. I think once you add IDP, it starts getting more intense. Uh, this kind of will go for my, my bid for Chase Young for Rookie of the Year, right? So mm -hmm. what... In next year's draft, if you're drafting just quarterbacks, if you're doing a quarterback draft, what what round, what number or pick is of the quarterbacks is Justin Herbert? I would say he's probably around uh, eight or nine. Right. Uh, okay. If you're doing wide receiver, Justin Jefferson. Top I think he seven, seven, eight. Are we talking about? Just like where you, rank them, no, where you rank them. No, where you rank them with like, if you're drafting Sorry. only wide receivers, what round, like where's, if what I'm, pick is Justin Jefferson going? If I'm drafting only wide receivers, I would say Justin Jefferson's probably in the double digits, like 11th or 12th. Okay. If you're doing IDP, mm -hmm. what pick is Chase Young? Three? Uh, probably top five. Yeah. I got him at, I think I go Aaron Donald, maybe Miles Garrett. And I think he's right there. You go maybe TJ Watt. Maybe TJ Watt, Joey Bosa, Nick Bosa, one of the Bosa Right, brothers. but right. They were, I think he's, um, I think he's right there. So there you go. That's my case for Chase Young. I mean, I'm not, rookie of the year. I'm not opposed. I think that you're right, that they should consider defensive players in rookie of the year. But, you know, I guess that's just. It's just Let's like see. how last year Josh Jacobs lost to Kyler Murray. They they like quarterbacks. I wonder what the Chase Young odds are. I don't know if uh, Martin Jim. I don't even know if you know how to find that. I don't. I bet um, Martin does. I'm curious what the odds are for Chase <laughs> Young for Rookie of the Year. It's got to be a long shot because they don't give it to defensive players. That dude has changed entire games. He has more impact than... I don't, more than half the quarterbacks in the entire NFL. Well, I would say he's definitely keeping his team in the fight. There's no question about it. Um, I mean, it is the NFC East, but, <sighs> but he's he's doing it. He's doing it against everybody. Yeah. You know what? Let's let's. I, I need to make you feel. Let's just totally make me feel like crap. Before we do that, we're gonna take a quick break. The Waiver Wired podcast is proud to be presented. By FanDuel. Never played FanDuel Fantasy before? Great. FanDuel's offering users the chance to play free daily fantasy contests this NFL season. No deposit required. And this year, FanDuel is now offering daily snake drafts. Snake drafts are the simplest way to try daily fantasy. Draft live, just like season-long fantasy, but with winners every game day. The best of seasonal drafting with DFS all in one. Here's how it works. Find a daily snake draft. Draft your team live. Draft starts as soon as the contest fills and you and your opponents will draft six players in a six round draft with 30 seconds per pick. Unlike other FanDuel contests, there is no salary cap. So Jen, why are you excited for daily snake drafts? Because they're a draft, Jerry. And as the season starts to wind down, you know what I want to do? Start over and draft again. And on FanDuel, I can draft again every single 
week game day. Just sign up and FanDuel will give you a free entry to a contest each week of the football season where you can win real prizes. Plus, for those of you who want to deposit, FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with their 20% deposit match. Make sure to use promo code WAIVERWIRED so they know we sent you. FanDuel, more ways to win. And now let's get back to the show. Let's go talk about the Cowboys Bengals game. Okay. Let's start All right. there. And I'm going to give the floor to you because right. I don't know how long you watched this game for, but what are your thoughts? I only watched it on and off because, to be honest, it was kind of boring. Um, I saw the defense over celebrating when they returned for a touchdown. And, it, you know, that was kind of cool and whatever. But really, it was just, I wasn't really that into it because. I didn't really see them doing anything fabulous. I was happy for Andy Dalton, his revenge game, if you will. <clears throat> and I, I think he, you know, played a good game. They played a decent game. I would have obviously liked to see more out of Ezekiel Elliott, but I know he was banged up. Tony Pollard got his touchdown. And that's about it. You know, I, at this point, I'd almost rather just have the draft pick because it's just a crapshoot for NFC East. And it's good to see them not like lose or anything, but. I wasn't like, yeah, Cowboys, this is awesome. I mean, it feels better than coming to this pod and you talking about how great the Giants are um, and me just feeling like, eh. So, I mean, it's, I guess, but I'm not like excited. About I have it. a big question for you. Yeah. If you could get mm -hmm. 70 cents on the dollar for mm -hmm. Ezekiel Elliott value-wise, would you trade him? Well, meaning like I don't know what you he's mean in worth. Real football for yeah, his yeah. As a cowboy fan, um, and he's on a big contract. Yeah, I don't know what his value is. Like what draft picks you get no. for him at this point, because running backs are treated uh, in a certain way. You know, would you whatever seventy seventy five cents is on? The, I don't know if that's like a late first round pick I, or a mid second. I don't know. But would you? Because you have Tony yet. Pollard sitting there who is putting up identical, if not better numbers. Yeah, there's no question about that. But I would not yet do it. I feel like this, there hasn't been an O-line. We haven't had Dak. I feel like it would be unfair. I'm not saying I love Zeke, but no, I wouldn't do it yet. I think you got to stick with your team and show your team like they're a core and expect them to be leader. After next year, if you ask me this question, the answer could be completely So different. you're saying it's one more declining. year, bring back Gallup even. You only want to move Gallup at this point? Uh, I mean, like, Actually, I don't mind Gallup, but if whatever, I mean, if they can improve the team and they improve the team, but what they need to improve right now is is defense. I don't yes. really feel like this is an offensive problem. This is about their O line needs to be strong. They have to get a safety. They have to get better cornerbacks. That's what they have to do. The offense, you know, they went and got Ceedee Lamb as a gift from heaven, so they they're loaded on offense. That's fine. Um, they need they Dak have back. to fix the defense, and they need, and they need a healthy Dak back. Dak back. Yeah, they I need agree. Dak back. I still so. stand by the fact that if he's healthy, even with the bad defense, that's the best team in the NFC East. There was, I mean, almost nothing of note to watch from the Bengals other than A.J. Nothing. Green got in the end zone. That was great to see. I don't know anyone who had A.J. Green going, but he still is doing it somehow. I appreciate they fumbled, the season he's how had. How many fumbles did they have in that game? Four a lot. at least? A, they've had I mean, a lot. It was absurd. Well, in continuing with making you feel good and me feel terrible, let's go to New York, okay? Let's go to Aww. New York. So 
the whole reason why I started the Giants defense over the Redskins, again, I told you I, I was a little afraid of San Francisco because they mm -hmm. are so well coached. I know they're banged up. I know it's Nick Mullins. But, you, you know, if they come out with the right game plan, they have enough pieces now healthy that they could put up a good game. Mm -hmm. I started the Giants because I just, Kyler Murray, I, and I went through his numbers. Like, yeah, obviously the rushing yards are killer. He has not been mm -hmm. rushing the ball nearly as much in the last four weeks or so. He clearly looks like he has a shoulder issue. He's thrown mm -hmm. a good amount of picks. I'm not scared of the Cardinals run game. If anything, I thought maybe this would be a 20 to 17 nail biter like the Giants always play, a couple of sacks and maybe a pick. I thought it was the safer choice. I knew the Redskins had the high, no, I'm sorry, I knew Washington had, the, I, sorry for saying that. I knew Washington had the higher ceiling. I thought the Giants were safer, but man, that was a, uh, that was a stinker from moment one, and I said I it earlier. Danny Jones was to blame. I definitely don't think you were alone in that, but I will tell you, and you're probably not going to like this, I went out and targeted the Arizona defense as soon as I heard Daniel Jones was starting because he's always good for a couple picks. I didn't think he was going to be in good shape. Or a fumble. And, and, uh, or a fumble, and I'm very happy that I did. It did work out for me um, to have the Arizona defense. I, I bought all of the hype and it was so stupid, but you know, as a Giants fan, I have not had a whole lot to hold on to in the last, you know, three or four years since we've last made the playoffs. So I just like pushed all my chips in and it was a dumb mistake. And it's probably going to be the reason why, uh, I'm out, you know, even like Gallman got kind of got vultured on that touchdown that Deion Lewis had when the Giants really, their only score, the only thing they did right all day. You know, Hopkins had his way. I thought Bradbury would have maybe been a little tighter on Hopkins. I guess you yeah, can't stop the guy. I don't know. I guess you probably I, just can't stop People him. were not starting DeAndre Hopkins this week. Do you realize that? I got Because so of the Bradbury like, matchup? Because of Bradbury. That's how good Bradbury is, and he really is. It also just proves that sometimes people have off days. Like, you know, I started DeAndre Hopkins, thankfully. It worked out for me. But I was even nervous when I did it, and I was nervous starting Kyler Murray. But I felt like he can only be getting better and better and better. And I... How can you really sit Kyler Murray? Same with Justin Herbert. I felt the same way. So I started them both this week, but it didn't feel great. I felt nervous about it. And, but I got to know, like, who on it, who are you play? Like, if you're benching DeAndre Hopkins, who are you starting in his oh, place? These I'm are curious. People, so, so Jerry, these are people like, it's so funny when we, I get questions sometimes and they'll be like, who do I bench? Tyler Lockett, Calvin Ridley, or DeAndre Hopkins? And I'm like, what world are you playing in? I think these are people that play in 10 team leagues or they play in like their office league where, you know, half the people. It's just don't so really. deep, right? right I benched, just, I benched yeah. DeAndre Hopkins for Stefan Diggs. It's like, oh, that's a right. very luxurious option. Yeah. That how you nice have. for you. Yeah. yeah. No. I, yeah, it was just, it was just a stinker. And, and now that it was the rare, usually you try to at least get, okay, if you lose in fantasy, we haven't even talked about this, that maybe you could make it up in FanDuel, you know, if your seasonal goes right. bad. If right. you're losing FanDuel, you at least hope that the Giants or your favorite team gets to win. I also got smoked in FanDuel, lost all my, everyone I played in the head-to-head, -head, <laughs> and they were different play. I did not, I don't play the same player in head-to-head -head who just like, because it's like, it's like feast or famine, right? If they usually play right. the same lineup across many different matchups. So right. if they have a good lineup in, you're not winning. Both people I played against who were different 
had the same core, which was uh, Mahomes, who was fine. The three interceptions mm-hmm. killed me. We're talking about Montgomery, mm-hmm. uh, the Dallas defense. And uh, there's one other uh, person in there I'm missing that just had like a monster week that I was not a part of. It might have been like AJ Jonathan Brown. Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. Maybe. Yeah, I just couldn't, I couldn't get out of my own way with that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I went, I, I pulled off the official trifecta and we talked about Montgomery. You've, you've sung Montgomery's fantasy praises the last couple of weeks. You've yeah, liked him I actually now. dislike him very much until the last few weeks. Right. From here on out, I'm pro Montgomery. His matchups are just too flipping good. I chuck I chuckled at at you with that and he was a monster today. 11 carries, 113 yards, showed breakaway speed. It's almost like yeah. whenever he went to the strength and conditioning coach cuz I think a couple of weeks ago he broke a big run and easily could have scored and just didn't have that other gear. Mm-hmm. He found another gear today. He showed breakaway speed and uh it was good. Your boy Allen Robinson still doing his th- I mean I just him. still Nine for 123 and a touchdown. You were on Mitchell Trubisky last week. You were a week. I know. It was a, a week, week early. Off. Oh, man. The Mitchell Trubisky stacks, I didn't have one, but I have some, you know, friends and people I've spoken to, some fans of the show even, that wrote to me and they said, what do you think about a Mitchell Trubisky stack? And I said, yeah, why not? Go for it. And they totally cashed. Yeah. Totally cashed. It was a good play. Um We've, you know, it was a big win for the Bears. They needed that. I mean, they're they're still clinging to life. You know, they still have a chance at at the playoffs. Although, uh, and I guess, I guess we can't. Could we even? Could we focus any harder on Deshaun Watson needing some help? Like it's over. God. Like I almost want them to sit him. Like sit him. I know. I felt the same way. Sit so him. he took this one hit that was really bad, and he went yeah. out briefly. And AJ McCarron came in, and I thought to myself, "Don't just just I, I needed him, and this he, that's why I lost. I'm gonna lose probably the series. XM is Deshaun let me down, but but he didn't let me down at the last minute when Brandon Cooks isn't playing. It's like yeah, really because now like I'm, don't get me wrong, I like Kiki Kuti, and actually Chad Hansen did a really good job today. He Your was boy very, Chad Hansom. How to Chad Hansom? <laughs> um, you can stay, sir. Um, <laughs> But what's he going to do? You know, the defense and you face a defense like Chicago and their schedule's tough. It's rough. What what's he supposed to do? Really? I know this is going to sound stupid and this is what. And Duke Johnson went out, too, after David Johnson was out with covid. Yeah, I know this is what like dumb fantasy players like me who are not very good at fantasy and like think they know stuff about football from the couch. Excuse me. I'm in first place in the Gotham Gridiron District. Well, Here's where I'm going with this. Okay. And I know this is going to sound stupid. I know. And I, I probably shouldn't even say it. Is there a world where Deshaun Watson should just fake an injury and sit? He's not that kind of guy. He's a warrior. You know what I'm saying? That dude's a baller. I, I don't think saying. it's in him to do that. And I don't even know if I would like if he did that. I'd probably be like, wow, really? They're paying you like $500 million. You go play. This team's four and nine. No playoff hopes. They're losing receivers left and right. The old line's hanging on. I just don't want to, like, just the Bears, who were not a good defense coming into and today. They were I being mean, rough on him. I don't like it. I don't like they it. He deserves better. I know they took care of him financially, and that's fantastic. And I'm happy for him. And he deserves every penny. I just don't like 
the football situation that I'm watching that's going on for a team that has zero hopes of the playoffs. Zero now. It's over. They're four and nine. So the best they could do if they ran the tables go seven and nine. That's not getting you in in the AFC. And I'm just worried. I just don't like it. I don't like it. I don't, like, I don't it. like it either. And I'm pretty sure JJ Watt's gonna walk. <clears throat> She's seeing him on the on the sideline. You know, not he happy. To, he is not happy. And he would like to play for a Super Bowl contending team. And they're just too many years at, unless they do something major. I don't know how they could even fix it anytime soon. What if I mean, is this corny or is this classy? If JJ Watt, and again, football's different. Like if this was the NBA, Deshaun Watson would be like, I demand a trade. <laughs> My yeah. contract's guaranteed. Great. So I demand a trade. I want to go play with LeBron. <laughs> it's interesting you say that because it's funny to me how few trades there really are in NFL. Like, because baseball, it's like hot stove trades. Like, it happens right. all the time. NBA, they demand trades. NFL, they'll do the, you know, the contract sit out. You'll see the right, hold out, the training the camp, hold out, yeah. board and all that. But you don't really see the trade in the same way. You don't see the same trade action. Yeah, I don't know why that is, but be if if Deshaun Watson was in the NBA, he'd absolutely be like, I I <laughs> want to go play with Giannis right now. <laughs> Get me out of here. I'm in my prime. I'm out. Let's I'm go. done. I'm leaving the Rockets. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Anyway, though, he's still he's still trying. I, I I really don't think he should sit. Obviously, that's a dumb thing to say. And he's a warrior. He probably wouldn't even consider. Something as silly as that, but man, just didn't like it. Uh, another thing that was rough to watch for me today, because it was so close to just being a really, just another awesome game that would have solidified it for me. Mahomes had a little bit of a rough time, even mm. though the score, well, actually does reflect it because the Dolphins sneakily came in at the end, but uh, you struggling in the beginning. The Dolphins were all up on him. What'd you think of that I game? I did not watch that game. I was just watching the score and I kept thinking like, good for the Dolphins to keep fighting back. And I had Mike Gesicki uh, on a team and I was really excited about that. Am I, can we agree? those numbers. Third best tight end in football and fantasy. I, no? love, I love Mike Gesicki. I don't know if I would say he's their best, but no, I, did you see Ted, TJ Hawkinson? He had a great game today too. It's different. I don't think you can it's say Gesicki's different. better than I don't know. I Hawk. think, I think Hawk it's looks good. I, I in my draft next year, uh, depending like I like first of all the mantra for next year is, you know what I might take trap. I almost want if it's like a snake draft, I want the last pick. I want those back to back picks because I'm going Kelsey. running back Kelsey. I don't even think I, I'm messing around. I was thinking about this this morning, and I I was watching you know Travis Kelsey go off, and I was like, I'm so screwed if I meet Jerry because he has Kelsey, and like you just don't have to worry, and it's a position where you don't get a lot of points, and everything else is a gamble, and I, I know you're gonna have Kelsey, and like that's what I'm gonna have to face, and that's an uphill battle. It was so it is, good. I know you hated spending on him, but I know now you're so glad you oh, did. Oh, I'm, I'm thrilled. I mean, it was thirty eight dollars. I think worth I ended every up every penny. But I will say, if anyone's set up for a bummer because he's had every he's just there's right. just week in week out like it's incredible week in week out he has just been perfect I, I will describe his play both on the nfl field and the fantasy field i will describe his play as perfect the one thing he did wrong all year was he threw a bad pass to mahomes he could have a, a passing <laughs> touchdown on his resume he threw a shitty pass to mahomes other than that like the guy's perfect the guy is perfect and I just hope 
I just need that perfection for two more weeks. Me too. And I might be getting a ring. Um, yeah, I, I all respect to the Dolphins, both in fantasy and the NFL. I love their coach. I love their players. They play so damn hard. They're throwing running backs out there. Like, like you just don't even know. Every week, it's a different starting to run. Like, it's a whole different running back committee that they have. Uh, Gesicki had some great catches. Tua, who looked rough at times, fought back and kept them in. And Mahomes was like this close to another, like he was this close to locking down MVP. Like if you take away two of those picks and maybe give him two more touchdowns, I think it's very close to being locked down. Where do we have the race now? Did the race in your opinion between him and I guess you would say Rogers, did it tighten? Did it widen? Or did it stay the same? No, I think it's the same. You don't think Rogers maybe crept a little closer? They're the one seed uh... now, Jen. They are they, the one seed as of well, now. They beat Detroit, though. I mean, I... I mean, the Chiefs uh, lost to the Raiders. Uh, you know, the Chiefs beat the Broncos. The Chiefs had yeah. a handful with the Broncos. I still think it's the Chiefs um, for me. So and, Mahomes... And Mahomes. I, I agree. Mahomes bit, is still... In my opinion, I think, but, I think Rogers closed the gap a little bit, a tiny bit. I don't know that Rogers did anything so spectacular today that closed the gap. It's more that maybe Mahomes threw some picks today, but uh, well, okay. Well, let's let's you know what since we're talking about it, let's go let's go right to that Packer game. I mean, you know, they rock, he threw for three and he rushed for one. Yeah, and he didn't had zero turnovers. But twenty six for thirty three for two. And Jed, I, mean, I get it, I get it, but you could only play who's in front of you, right? Like, I mean, what are you gonna I know do? That's true. I'm just saying. I he's think in it the was NFC. Matchup. He is in the NFC. God bless him. Um, I wish they would just freaking use Aaron Jones more. I don't think they need to exploit Aaron Rodgers as much. It's frustrating. It's people that have Aaron Jones. I don't know. And and the only thing I had going for me in my in that my that fantasy matchup, I was playing Aaron, against Aaron Rodgers, and I had. Devonte Adams, and so, and this is now two weeks in a row I've had to play this guy. So Devonte Adams was great to negate some of the Rogers damage. That rushing touchdown was devastating, and I wish he would have maybe hit him for one more and not hit Tanyan on that last one. Mm -hmm. But I think all the Packers now Tanyan's back to being must start unless you have one of the big two. And yeah, he is. I think Rogers crept back in. Um, Rogers is just really good. <laughs> it's a perfect time to talk about. Uh, my fan, our FanDuel waiver wired contest. My team, I had that Stafford, Galladay. Galladay mm -hmm. was a late scratch. Put in Marvin Jones Jr. Not the greatest game. It's just, it's just over over there. It's over. There's, there's nothing really even. I mean, maybe they run the table, go eight and eight, but there's nothing even really fancy. Why Stafford got hurt? Right? Is that why you left? You got, he got a little banged up. Is that why you left, or was he benched? Stafford, I did not. I think he see got banged. Last, I think like, he got a little banged up. Game. Yeah, I think did he it? got banged up. But there is, there's not like we got the best is out of Adrian again? Peterson in those few games. DeAndre Swift was back. They, he only had seven touches. Why is DeAndre Swift only touching the ball seven times? Well, I think that. Well, first of all, that's been a question for a while. But in this case, I think it was because he had the concussion, which he was really slow coming over from. And then he had another illness, and from all reports, he just hasn't been himself. So I don't think he's been practicing at the same rate. I don't think they felt he's had the energy, and they were just trying to be careful with him. But he okay. looked good today, so I'm hopeful that he's going to get more touches. So I don't think it's a talent thing. I think it's more of a health thing and how they were managing him. 
Well, the other team that kept me in it today for a little while was those trusty Minnesota Vikings. Just when you think yes. they're maybe putting it together and getting hot, they they just basically go lay an egg. They didn't play bad. They didn't play good. They were just kind of there. You know, Cousins right. pretty unremarkable, particularly fantasy-wise. Dalvin Cook's solid, 22 for 102 in a touchdown. In a weird way, that's almost like if you're playing against Dalvin Cook in fantasy, you're kind of relieved that that game. Is that weird that I was relieved that that was his game? Like, that was perfect. That's all I could have asked for because he could have did a lot more damage than that. No, I think that's wonderful. I mean, that's what's so weird about fantasy. You're like, oh, I just need you to give me this. And when you're playing in multiple across multiple leagues and you're like, well, I have this guy in one league, right. but my opponent has him in the other league. So I need him to get like exactly 13 and a half points. And that's where he's got to stop. Just be you solid. Know? Just be just, solid. Just be good enough. Just there you go. That's all you need. And I was rooting for a few people to be just good enough. I was rooting for James Robinson to be just good enough. Uh, at one point, he broke a run <laughs> at one point. He got, he, he, it worked he out broke for me out. this week. He, it just wouldn't, it won't next week if that happens. And he hit a thousand yards this week, which was, uh, I think the fastest ever undrafted rookie to get to a thousand so yards. The fastest there's ever a vote in his favor for potential rookie of the year. Cause that's exciting and pretty special. But you know, I think, I think one of the things I like about awards is when it is someone that's, and this is totally probably wrong, but when it is kind of an underdog. So like, for instance, I consider Aaron Rodgers kind of the underdog to Patrick Mahomes. For sure. Absolutely. Because like, he's a lot older. It's a lot harder. And and what, what he's doing is kind of even more impressive because of that. Um, and because he has no weapons. So maybe he does deserve to be MVP that he can get his team to be the number one seed right now with, with less weapons and the age and the wear and tear on his body, et cetera. And for James Robinson to literally be an undrafted free agent and already be at a thousand rushing yards, that's really freaking impressive. Maybe Justin Herbert should be the not as impressive as Chase Young or you know what I'm saying? Like there's there's other things maybe we should weigh in. I'm reading Martin's text talking about Deontay. Deontay Johnson has 11th drop most in the league. <laughs> Uh, that's who you traded for, Jen. Yeah. That's who I still you... love Deontay Johnson. He's had a bad couple weeks though, but you know what? That's working out for me right now because I really need everybody in this game to not be good. I just need them to not put up a lot of points. Yeah. Look, I, I got, <laughs> like I said earlier, I got the perfect, uh, I got the perfect game out of Thielen and Jefferson who I was playing against as well as Dalvin cook. Couldn't really ask for more than that on the Tampa side. We got a very Ronald Jonesy game. That's like a Ronald Jones special. Yep. 18 for 80 in the touchdown. That's like a Ronald Jones game. That's what he does. It's just, it's solid. It's reliable. Doesn't knock you over, but it's good enough. Uh, we had a few good LaShawn McCoy runs, although I don't think we could count on that again. Scotty right. Miller somehow is the one who snuck into the end zone for the big play. Gronk did some Gronkiness. I got to say, it was fun to watch. And, uh, Brady, just no mistakes, just solid, moved it along. I'm actually in a weird way, though. I'm kind of glad because I'm doing okay in Gotham Gridiron, like we discussed, but I didn't get that Brady-Evans game. Evans had three for 56. I think we could do better there going into the, the semifinals of the Gotham Gridiron District. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, again, not a whole lot. It was a, like Minnesota was 
just there. They didn't do anything good or bad. They were just sort of there. Yeah. So. Kirk. One interesting thing was uh, Kirk Cousins used his legs a lot more than usual today, which was interesting and made him a little bit more valuable for your fantasy squads than <laughs> what his passing numbers looks like. It looked like, even though he's not fabulous, um, he was better than say Matt Stafford. Yeesh, you you gotta be in a 16 team league in order if you're starting uh Kirk Cousins at this point. Um I was very disappointed Christian McCaffrey didn't play. I did I, I saw the quad injury, but I was still more worried about the shoulder. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that was still like a combination from both from the shoulder and the or if the quad was that bad. You know what I was waiting for in that game? I just felt like we're and I needed it. I need it. We got a really good game out of Robbie Anderson. Okay. And Teddy Bridgewater uh, at one point was carving them up. I think he completed like 10 or 11 passes in a row. And Robbie just, again, it's that eight for 84. It's like everything you want out of your number two receipt. I just need that big. I needed that big. Robbie Anderson slips a tackle on a bubble screen. He's down the sideline, 55 yards for the score. I thought it was coming. I was waiting for it. And it never, it never it truly never materialized. Came. Yeah, I was it was, hoping it was for it too. Um, salutes. If this is it for me, if this is the end of my season, salutes to Mike Davis. We we said farewell five weeks ago, man, that guy deserves some kind of award for just keeping Christian McCaffrey owners afloat all year long. Do you have any Mike Davis plays this weekend or no? I had zero. Um, I did not love the matchup and Mike Davis hasn't looked that good recently. Um, so no, I had no Mike Davis. I was not a huge, I mean, I would have used him in my seasonals if I didn't have a better, certainly in your case, that was a great play, but I didn't feel like he was a big fan to play. So Broncos are five and eight mm-hmm. and, uh, they, they really are a weird team to kind of follow. Sometimes they look just absolutely awful. And then other times they look pretty formidable, especially on defense Eight, five and eight, give them the benefit of the doubt. Okay. So they mm-hmm. got what three? Say they finish seven and nine. More likely they'll probably go, you know, six and ten. But say they go seven and nine. Are they looking for a quarterback? No. no or are way. they in on Drew Locke? He had four touchdowns They're today. In on Drew Locke. And I I remember I started him as a fill-in uh, a couple of weeks ago and he had like I think two points or four points. You're in on Drew Locke, at least for the for the time being. Definitely. I think they they went and got Drew Locke all these weapons. And when his weapons are all healthy and when he's healthy, as we saw today, uh, he's a gunslinger. He likes to throw the ball downfield. He's got quite an arm. He's got a lot going on. He's going to get Cortland Sutton back next year. Um, I think they're going to I think Drew Locke is their guy. I think they're really giving him. I think John Elway likes Drew Locke as well. I think they're close. OK, um, I think he believes in him. I am. I, here's a trade offer. Okay. Drew Locke uh-huh. and our 2021 and 2022 first round picks. And we'll throw in Philip Lindsay for Deshaun Watson and your worst two players. I Again, don't hold me to salary. I have no idea how the salary cap works in the NFL. Um, don't hold me to it. So is it... I don't really. Yeah, I think Houston could do that. Or do you not want Deshaun Watson in Denver? I just, well, I'm not worried about that. I, I feel though that Denver, what they have going is 
a, a certain kind of chemistry between the really, really young players that they have. I don't know. And, they, listen, they get Von Miller back on defense. They got Bradley Chubb. Yeah, they have a good be. defense. They have a good defensive coach. You said they're getting they Cortland Sutton back. Hamler's a playmaker. Judy is yep. a playmaker. Tim Patrick. Patrick is a playmaker. Mm -hmm. You hang on to Melvin Gordon. You get Deshaun Watson. Uh, again, I don't know if any of these trades work. It's so much easier to do this in the NBA and match up contracts. I don't think they need Deshaun Watson, though, to be successful. I don't think they need him. I think Drew Locke can do it. I do. Wow. Someone's got a little... Someone went bought some Drew Drew Lock stock no, over the weekend. No, I'm just saying, well, he's still young. He's still just a kid. Like he, what does he play? Maybe one full year? Cause he's what he start took over like midway through last That's year. That's why the trade makes sense. You give not, a young player to the Texans who maybe should blow it up a little bit and rebuild. Although I don't know how that's going to go for him over yeah, there. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, again, my, I think my theory, could we officially say that you want to just be involved in Jacksonville Jaguar games? Uh, it might've crashed a little bit. They didn't, they didn't do their share. And there was a Gardner Minshew sighting. Oh, yeah. So, and that messed up our Colin Johnson call. Yes. Because the reason we were in on Colin Johnson, because we thought it was going to be Mike Glennon, but then Mike Glennon really just stunk up, up the joint. So, uh, Gardner Minshew got the call. I was kind of excited for that just because it's good storyline um i would have liked to have seen more james robinson but but we were right it's good to be involved in jacksonville games in that we did know that tennessee was also very much in play and we knew derrick henry was going to have a smash game we suspected aj brown would um so and Tannehill had a decent game i went big on Corey so, davis for and FanDuel because i just thought i just liked what i was seeing and uh aj brown stole all the targets yeah he did he did. He did. He did. I had him in seasonals. It was a little disappointing, so, but I'm I don't know if Minshew um, finds his way to another starting lineup in the NFL. Maybe, maybe not. But I, I do think as a backup quarterback, that's like the exact. And again, this is not a knock. I think he's good enough to start. I don't know if he's good enough to lead you to the playoffs. But if, you know, your quarterback gets hurt and then you see Gardner Minshew getting loose on like yep. loose on the sideline. I mean, he. I think that I'm you're, with you. yeah, he's scared. He would scare me if I'm playing I'm with you. and we knock the other team's quarterback out and it's like, okay, I'm on, it's the giants game. I'm like, okay, who the, oh, they got Gardner. Ooh, yeah, Gardner Minshew could you. do some stuff. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a mindset and uh Gardner Minshew has it. He's got some moxie. I will say, and we're going to talk about the Colts now. It's Quietly becoming a really, really fun race between the Colts and the Titans. Two extremely different teams mm -hmm. who are coming alive in their own way at the same exact time. Like, obviously, we know what the Titans can do. Tannehill doesn't make mistakes, is super efficient. Derrick Henry just absolutely wears you down. Now they have two really good receivers. If anything, the defense with the Titans has been a little lackluster and not nearly as good as it was last year. The Colts now, all of a sudden, T.Y. Hilton, you see his quote? He said last week he felt like Steph Curry and he could just hit every shot he wanted to take. He looks like that. He He's looks back. like that. And guess what? Next week they face Houston again. And as we've said, T.Y. Hilton owns Houston. So dial him up, guys. Dial him up. T.Y. Hilton, I'm sure he won't be inexpensive anymore, though, on FanDuel after this. This is ridiculous. Did you see those catches he was making? He... And it's crazy because remember, beginning of the season, he couldn't hold on to anything. Even and he wasn't even getting the targets. Did you hear that his grandmother said to him, you don't look the same? 
Like Ooh, some I love when there's TV. a oh. yeah, grandma, grandma said, you don't, you don't look the same. What's wrong? Like anytime a player it. is kind of called out by his, like his, grandma? his mom, not like, it, his yeah. Mom. I mean, even mom, sister, yeah. uh, even dad too. But with the dad, it's almost like, <laughs> you well, feel, yeah, I don't know the grandma. Oh, that's such a good call out. Well, he's doing it. He is now officially must start across the board, whether it's FanDuel or seasonal, and if you're Thank going God. on to the next round, I mean, T.Y. Hilton is going is swinging leagues as we speak, wouldn't you say? If For you've sure. had the, if you've been For smart sure. enough to get him in there, and you got to give a little bit of credit to Phil Rivers, fantasy wise, he's not necessarily, you know, lighting the mm -hmm. world on fire, but. Colts are nine and four. The defense is getting That's healthier. Right. Jonathan Taylor is all, all the Colts fantasy threats are going to end up putting up the numbers <laughs> that we thought. It's just right. all going to come in like six games at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jonathan Taylor, we thought he was a good play this week. He was, uh, I don't have him left in any of my seasonal. I had him in a seasonal, but I did not get to the playoffs in that league so i'm just gonna be playing him when the matchup is right and it will be right again next week versus houston i will be playing colts next week the raiders seven and six they're again another team that's clinging i i think the raiders are a good team i think they've run into mm -hmm. a few although when you think about it they really should have lost against the jets right that would have been a three-game skid they should have they or they two games. yeah they really should have yeah. lost against the jets How Oh, my Josh Jacobs trade looks really good. Even though McCaffrey didn't play, Jacobs mm -hmm. missed last week. This week, 13 for 49. Didn't really get it going. He was a going. little banged up. They didn't Still really use him up. in the second. Yeah, they they went to the other guys when they realized they weren't going to win. So, Did you see him trolling everybody on Instagram? That was crazy. What he just basically was like, I'm not playing this week. He's like, I'm not playing this week, guys. I know it's the fantasy playoffs and like a crying, laughing. And I was like, thought to myself, this makes me want to start Josh Jacobs. <laughs> Yeah, listen, I like a good sense of humor. He clearly pays attention to fantasy, yeah. so that's kind of cool. We appreciate that. Um, can we officially say one of the nicest surprises and stories to me of the year? It's a small story. It's not going to get a lot of coverage, but on the, in the fantasy world, I think has been pretty cool, and it doesn't get covered enough. Nelson Aguilar? Yeah. Who ran out I of Philly because he couldn't, Catch the ball. He's got ball. bad hands. Like the guy's numbers are fantastic. He's been a revelation in Las Vegas. Who knows why? Doesn't matter. We all thought it was going to be Henry Ruggs or whatever. It's not. It's Nelson Aguilar. And it's fabulous. He has been absolutely great. He's held on to everything. If he's been like, he's probably like streaming receiver of the year. Like if you needed right. that one week bi week player, or if you're a receiver banged up, or if you had a flex position, a little light, if you caught Nelson Aguilar this year, he he's right there for you. And then Darren Waller solidifies himself right up there with Kelsey, seven for seventy five, which was like a bad game for him. Like he didn't uh, really. Yeah, there was a near touchdown. Yeah. Like uh, you know, like stuff like that. So yeah. Let's take a look in and see if I'm officially eliminated yet. And um, uh. God, I don't even want it. Okay. Would you rather like my situation? I'm up by 1.9. I'm playing against Ebron. Ebron at this moment is not factored in, has not caught a pass. Okay. Would you rather just get it over with and lose early? Or would you rather it go into the fourth quarter when with it's hope? a little bit and then it happens and, and 
just breaks your heart. Would you rather just get it done and lose in the first quarter? Like let Ebron get his like 15 yard catch, no. which would basically do it. And no. then, or would you rather it go into the fourth quarter? No, I'd like to feel like I was in it all the way till the fourth quarter. Oh, but then you start, ugh, it makes it so much more heartbreaking. I you, know, why, you, why would you say that? You, it's a heartbreaker. Uh, we might still win, Jerry. It's still I possible. I don't know. It's still uh, I don't, possible. I, I don't Look think at these, it is. There's no score in the game, right? I know. It's only one quarter. And we still got a lot it's of football it's true. left to go. The only thing that really made me smile today was just, just seeing what the, the Jets. I mean, I don't like to. I feel bad for the Jet fans at this point. I usually have a really enjoy giving the Jet fans shit. But um, why? Explain to me. Please, someone make it make sense. I understand that you don't want to win. I'm not saying that. I don't think any athlete is down with tanking. All right. No athlete right. is. And I don't think any coaches. What is Adam Gase going to gain from tanking? He ain't going to be around for the, for, for, for the number <laughs> one overall pick. He around. Yeah. He's basically going to get the piece that makes the job opening attractive, right? He's going to help the team acquire the number one overall pick, which makes the job attractive. So I don't buy, they're not tanking. Maybe you could say the organization just put out a bad team, but why? And I've said this many times on this show, because I, I, I do think this has some fantasy relevance. Why are we still seeing the Hall of Famer that is Frank Gore, legend as a running back, lead the team in carries. Why? He's a legend. I love Frank Gore. He won me a league back in like yeah. 06. Why? There is no reason why, except that Adam Gaze, I, I honestly, and I don't know why they let him get away with it. They love each other. He loves Frank Gore. I, I think Frank Gore is a winner um, and a great person, like you yes. said, but it makes no sense for the if future you're the, of the team. If you're the Jets, yeah. Um, we saw Ty Johnson come in last week and be really, really successful when Gore was out. There's no reason not to let these kids run. And, and if you want your team to get better, even more that they need to be playing and learning and practicing now. They need to get their reps in. Why are you going to Frank Gore? I don't know. Maybe they're just trying to help him break personal records himself because at this point they know they're going to lose. <laughs> I guess. I mean, that's a that's a rough way to go about your business. That was the perfect game. For the Seahawks, you got all your, basically your starters out of there midway through the third quarter. It was essentially like a half a bye week. It was it was a scrimmage is what it was. I'm not mm -hmm. trying to insult any of the Jets players or Jets fans. Like it just, I mean, they pulled their stars in the third quarter. It was good for the Seahawks that they got to do that. Uh, we talked about Aaron Rodgers already, so we could kind of skip over that game. You're still not buying that. Like, or at least Carson Wentz needs to go to another team if we stop off in Philly, which they got a huge win. You still think Philly should stick with Carson Wentz for the future? Uh, no, I don't know. I don't know if they should stick with Carson Wentz for the future. Um, because I don't, I just don't know that it's a good fit anymore. Just all around the way everything's gone. Um, and they have Jalen Hurts and Jalen Hurts certainly talented. We're going to need to see more, obviously, but they kind of need to I read. Mean, 18 no. carries. Is there, there some, yes. obviously you're not starting Jalen Hurts in your playoff game unless you really have quarterback issues. But if this yeah. would have happened five weeks ago, let's say, and then you witnessed this game five weeks ago, and then that's when a lot of quarterbacks get their bye, wouldn't Jalen Hurts be right up there 
with the streaming quarterbacks for bi-week replacements in fantasy. If you saw this game five yeah. weeks ago and he had the job going forward, I mean, he had 18 carries, led the team in carries, yeah. 106 yards, and he threw a touchdown. And he had 160, 167 passing yards. I mean, I think that's a little more reliable than throwing Kirk Cousins out there. I don't know. I mean, no, I would still rather go with Kirk Cousins. Um, but there is something to say about mobile quarterbacks and how they have a floor. It's the same reason why people like to start Taysom Hill uh, because you get those six point rushing touchdowns and you can get out of trouble. And it was fun to watch Jalen hurts take some runs. I mean, he, he decides quickly, he pulls the ball down, he decides quickly and he goes, he finds the hole and he goes. And that, that is exciting. What a great but win. Yeah, it was a great win. It was, I was actually like really intrigued and I was like, I just kind of am glad that I don't want Taysom Hill to be unbeaten and then people actually ask the question, should it be Drew Brees or Taysom Hill? I was just going to ask you the question. If Brees is a go next week, if he is healthy and ready to play, if he's 95%, Drew Brees is back. You're done with the Taysom Hill experiment. Yeah, he needs to be back. It's his team. He's the heart of the team. Like, come on. Gosh, I don't even want to talk about this next game. I don't even want to talk about the Chargers Falcons. We don't have to. I just like two teams that I honestly thought if any game was going to end in a tie, we already had one tie, and the Eagles are the other candidates to play in a tie. This for sure, I would have. I, I wonder what the odds are for this game to end in a tie because it looked like it was going to be that way. Both teams were throwing interceptions in between the forties. Mm-hmm. 40-yard line, the 40-yard line with with a tie game, game on the line. You said weeks ago not to give up on Matt Ryan in fantasy. Yeah. I've given up. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't, maybe you should. I don't, I, I don't see it anymore. Fantasy-wise. The I interceptions just, uh, today were pretty disturbing. The interceptions yeah. were bad. When your wide receiver throws a ball that the announcers of the game are like, well, that's the best ball we've seen today. <laughs> that's what the announcers said when Russell Gage threw that pass. He said that was the best ball that was thrown to an Atlantic receiver today. I think you got an issue. Yeah. Matt Ryan did not look good today. A little concerned that he doesn't have Julio as well. I just don't think you could trust him in fantasy. I, it, like, I'm not saying he can't be a winning quarterback in the NFL and get his team back to a Super Bowl. I don't know. I'm that that's so much more than just the quarterback. But as far as fantasy goes, Matt Ryan was always like the the kind of quarterback that you could say, I'm not gonna draft Mahomes or I'm gonna wait and get Matt Ryan. I'm gonna wait and get Matt yeah. Ryan. How many yeah. times have you said that in your 14 leagues, a lot. right? Yeah. Who's the new version of that? Is it I'm gonna wait and get Ryan Tannehill? Who's the new yes. version of I'm gonna wait and get this quarterback? I think it probably is I'm gonna wait and get Ryan Tannehill. I think it is too. Because mm-hmm. I'm not waiting and getting Matt Ryan. Used to be I'm gonna wait and get Phillip Rivers, and he's even I think he's even holding on to that spot more than uh Matt Ryan is at this point. I think he so, is right now. Yeah, like the Chargers did it. I'm happy for the Chargers. I'm happy Herbert got a win. Nothing about it was spectacular. I am very happy for Austin Eckler. And if you stuck it out with Austin Eckler all year in fantasy, props to you. Because now you're definitely reaping some rewards. It'd be nice to have Austin Eckler around playoff time. Just, mm-hmm. just like a sneaky good play. But uh, and I'm happy for the Chargers to get that victory. They deserved it. And um, I guess the last game we spoke about is the true, true heartbreak. 
Washington and the Niners, fantasy-wise, it really is the only thing to discuss is the defense at this point. I mean, we didn't even get the, the Terry McLaurin game that we've grown to love. And no Antonio Gibson really didn't have a whole lot here in fantasy. I nervously sat Terry McLaurin in one of my leagues today because he's been so good, but I just had a bad feeling. And Why? I guess it was right. I, because the matchup, I did not like his matchup. And I played Kiki Kuti over him. Kiki Kuti wasn't great either. He got a touchdown. But um, it was the first time I've sat McLaurin. I just wasn't feeling it. He didn't have a good week last week. I didn't like this matchup. And this game kind of went the way we both thought it would, which is like defensive battle more than offensive battle. I don't know what the Niners are against the defense, against the pass uh, off the top of my head. I, I could look it up. All I know is um, they shut down Cooper Cup mm -hmm. each game and pretty much the whole passing attack, both games. Now you look over here, they... They shut down Terry McLaurin. Lo mm -hmm. Logan Thomas led the receiving core. Now, also, I mean, Alex Smith wasn't great. And then there was, looks like, some issues. And you hope Alex Smith is okay. And then Haskins came in. So it wasn't like they were they playing. no Antonio Gibson. Yeah, and, they yeah. weren't necessarily facing, like, Randall Cunningham on the Eagles. <laughs> it wasn't right, really much of right. a threat. You know, they weren't seeing Brett Favre coming out of the right. locker room. But still, I, I they've been shutting down star receivers, uh, at a decent, and Brandon Ayuk, Brandon Ayuk, officially the number one threat yes. on the 49ers. Yes. You know, I love him. I don't know where he goes next year. Uh, all right, let's go take one last live look in and see if my uh, my misery is officially over. Um, clicking. Oh, okay. No, Eric Ebron has one target and no catches. All right, I made it through. Wow, still 11 minutes to go in the second quarter. Jen. Yes. How we're rooting for each other in Gotham, right? Obviously. We are. We want to see each other in the Super Bowl, right? We definitely do. Um, and I am nervous about my matchup because, as I said, my team actually doesn't happen to have good matchups next week. Like, I don't know. I have to roll with what I have at this point. Maybe I can make a few things on the way we are, but I just have to hope that the team I drafted is going to get me through with no Will Fuller uh, and Cam Akers coming on late. I really want you to win your matchup and I really want me to win my matchup, obviously. And uh, I would love to meet at the Super Bowl. I just, the the smartest person I know comment is just going <laughs> to stick in, was just gonna, it's gonna stick in my craw. I, I think from that's now the same. I'm gonna just, yeah. Because you person. were right. You're the smartest person <sighs> I know. So, what you were right. You you said I could I could literally I show. I could screenshot it and send it to you. You said I crunched the numbers. <laughs> my <laughs> my analysis is I have acres by a smidge over Cooper Cup. And there was yes. an eight and a half point difference, which is in fantasy, that's about a smidge. It's a yeah. smidge and a half. Yeah. I you did, did it. I'm and then sorry. you talked to the smartest person. And then I, I talked to that someone name. that I believed is smarter than me. And he said, Cooper Cup. So, listeners, if you're listening out there, <laughs> keep asking Jen her analysis <laughs> and her picks. She's going to be wrong like, sometimes, though. She's the smart. Yeah, yeah, but you're the smartest person we know. You are. You're that. And we got to keep that going. And I'm also just trying to boost you up and make your head big. So you may be <laughs> just I just want you maybe Super Bowl time if we both get there to take it a little easy on me. I will. No, you no, won't. I, won't. I would. I don't no, want I you won't. to do no, that. No, I won't. No don't way. do that. Uh, no 
Well, good luck to the rest of your leagues out there. Jen, good luck to the rest of yours. I'm clinging to life. And uh, we will be back Thursday. We still at least have one more playoff game each. We know that. (laughs) And it's officially FanDuel time as we say farewell to our seasonals. It is. All right. Good luck, everybody. We'll be back on Thursday. Thank you.